a personal brand goes hand in hand with social media. No one knows about you unless you're in social media. And we don't buy from people unless we like them. And, mm-hmm. and we don't like them until we know them. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time. And that's why if you are trying to grow a personal brand, grow your team first and slowly. Don't think so much about your brand. Think more about your team. Mm. Team first. Your dream is limited by the size of your team. And people want to go too fast. And then they burn out and they're you know, wondering why they're so overwhelmed by social and so over, mm-hmm. I, can I really do this? Do I have what it takes? You can't be omnipresent right. if you're one person no, today. No, it's impossible. You can't, even, you can't even dominate Instagram, like, yeah. let alone TikTok, let alone YouTube. You can't. It's mm-hmm. impossible. There's too much. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug in to your new world here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Factor Show. Today, I am here with a personal inspiration to me. For over a decade, I have followed this woman. So many people ask me, Emily, who do you follow? Who do you want to emulate? Who's that person that really makes you inspired? And it is this woman that I'm here with today. She is world renowned. She's a speaker, a trainer. She got her start in infomercials in the fitness industry, but she is not only world renowned, she is respected. She is respected as a wife, as a mother, as a trainer, as a woman of faith. And I am so blessed to have her here to hashtag real talk with us Mm -hmm. all day long, because that's what you're going to get from her. Shailene Johnson, welcome to the show. Wow. Thank, thank you. Thank you. That thank was you. so nice. I have been watching you, following you, consuming your content for so long. Really? Really. And I don't consume a lot of people's stuff. Same. Like I have a few people yeah. that I watch. You have always been one. You can look on my iPhone. It's your podcast is what I listen to. Over wow. 90 million downloads, wow. you guys, on her podcast. And why I wanted you here in, at this special branding boot camp is yeah. because you, what's so cool about you is you have multiple brands. You've, you've built so many companies, but you've built your personal brand. Yeah. And it's like your companies and what you've done isn't your identity. It's True. really amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. You know, I don't know how much of it has been as intentional probably as it looks, mm-hmm. uh, but it is... Partly because um, I've been on this planet for so long. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when people read my bio, I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. You know? You're like, that's a lot. I did a lot. That's a lot. But, you know, it's, and I think it can also sometimes overwhelm people who are building their own personal brand, entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. uh, because then they feel like they have to do all the things too. But you don't. You do them one at a time. Mm -hmm. You, uh, over many, many years and lots of mistakes and figuring out what you like to do and, um, 
but not doing it all at once. Yeah. So I, I always like to remind people. So not doing it all at once. So yeah. you, you got started in the fitness space, right? When you say got started, like, you know, so my or got first well known, there you go. Sure. Yeah. So that, yeah. I, I was an entrepreneur. Like my thing was, um, flipping cars. That's what I did to put myself through college. I started the all Michigan auto swap meet at age 19, no 20. And um, so that was the first thing I did was cars. Like I was an entrepreneur. And then I, like probably most entrepreneurs, I tried to do all the things like this is going to pop or this is going to pop or that's going to pop. And I'm going to do all five of these. I'm a hustler, like doing all these things Uh at once. And I just heard really sound advice one day that I was never going to be like really successful at any of those things unless I became known for Mm. one thing. And I was like, oh, that's such a scary thing when I'm... You know, when you feel like you have all these things you could do, it's scary to be told you need to pick one. Right. You know? To go all in on one. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I decided, not based on exclusively on passion, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I was passionate for it, but I saw an opportunity with fitness. Mm-hmm. What, I, what, I, what I had discovered, I was like, oh my God, this, there is such a need. Mm-hmm. But everything I've done has a through line. And the through yes. line is... Um, let me take something super complicated mm-hmm. and not that fun and let me make it like super yes. base, simple, easy to understand, whether it's selling cars or fitness. Yeah. That's what you're, that's what you're so good at. Like you make me want to organize my closet <laughs> and be able to see my clothes and have uh-huh. it stacked yes, and all the things yes. like you just, yeah, you were the first person that I, you, you really taught strategically of make one piece of content. Here's how you extract it in smart success. Oh, wow. Like the yeah. intricate C's, you dumbed it down. Oh, smart success. Oh, that's honey. So oh, honey. How do you think I'm here right now? Okay. okay. Yeah. Amazing. And that's what you're that's so really good at. So, so when you, let's back it up. So mm-hmm. when you started to do all the fitness stuff and you know, you're filming all this and you guys yeah. had your production company, right? Yeah. Powder, powder blue, uh-huh. powder, powder blue. Yep. Yeah. So when you decided to do a new thing, was that hard for you or did it just like seamlessly happen? No, um, fitness was, like I said, it was like an opportunity, right? And I wanted to go all in on it, but I, I never felt like a fitness person, yeah. you know? And um, I loved fitness. I lo- and I, today, I mean, obviously I work out every day, most days, and it, it is my drug. I love it. Mm-hmm. And when I owned my own company, I loved it. When I started doing infomercials and doing consumer fitness, I hated it. Why? Um, I ju- it just wasn't healthy. Uh-huh. And it was, there was just so much like BS. And, and then also mm. I wasn't my own boss for the first time, mm. you know? So I was working with a major company, a major partner, and uh, I'm a marketer. And so we would yeah. fight, we would argue, and I'd be like, I'm not going to say those words. She mm-hmm. doesn't want to hear that. That's mm-hmm. so cheesy. That is so dumb. We don't yeah. talk like women. We yeah. don't talk like that. Right. I can't say those things. And you know, if you're not um, the person who's in charge, it's just hard. Oh if yeah. You're, if you're used to being an entrepreneur, yeah. Like to even though it's a partnership, yeah. I work. I was. Yeah. Work, you know. You know, I, I was a hired talent. Right. And it's like you see things different. You have a different pulse. And it's like when you get hired for a gig, it's like, no, it, this it's going to be better if we yeah. do it this way. But sometimes contractually, you can't do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that. And I also, um, uh, it became unhealthy for me because we were marketing my body, you know, mm. like your, your program is only going to be as good as your body is what 
you right. basically learn. Right. And um, I didn't like that. I didn't, I, it was unhealthy for me. I was exercising now for hours and uh, not eating food and oh uh, afraid of food and afraid of not, you know, like what I had to do, what I thought I had to do. Um, was just so unhealthy. And then mm -hmm. to stare into a camera lens and say, and you can get these results too in just 30 minutes a day. And I'm like, but I can't. Yeah. I'm having to yeah. do like four hours a day. Yeah. So you knew like from an integrity perspective, you're like- Integrity is, and yeah. my own health, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, in fact, you know, it was uh, going to the Amen Clinic locally. Mm -hmm. I had my brain scanned after doing a podcast yeah. with Dr. Amen. And he was like, you need to come in. I'm like, okay. Uh, this is going to be fun. And he, uh, I, I was so excited for that brain scan because I'm like, they are going to, the whole office is going to be a buzz when they see my brain. They're going to be like, we've never seen colors like yeah. this before. We've got a genius. Yes. Right? <laughs> and you go through like all these like tests on the computer and I fell asleep. What? In one of the tests. I'm like, oh, how do I, 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 what do I do? I have to like, yeah. I have to pretend that something happened. Because like geniuses don't fall asleep while they're taking these tests, and it was just it was just like such an eye opening experience to see the uh, what was going on in my brain, mm -hmm. uh, the so, level of ADHD, and how unhealthy I had become. Um, so when what year was this, or how long ago was this? I don't know, but I, I was I know I was forty five, and I'm yeah. fifty four now. So if someone can do the math, I guess I was nine years ago. Okay, okay. So you go in, but I identify get, as thirty five. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you go in and you get your brain scanned uh -huh. and, and again, like you guys will link this episode she's referring to and what came out on the other side of it? Like when you got the scans back? Um, I learned in that, in reviewing my brain scan that first of all, I had extreme ADHD. And so that was nice to know. I have an inattentive ADHD that was like, oh, well, this all makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, but then I also discovered that I was deficient in almost every, you know, thing that you need in terms of essential uh, vitamin levels. My hormones were off. Um, and it, it really looked like when I had giant, um, what looks like on the scan, they mm -hmm. look like holes, but they, they were from concussions. And so my brain health was really poor. Mm -hmm. And then on top of, so on top of having ADHD and on top of concussions from my early childhood, uh, I was doing all these lifestyle things, like not sleeping, like sleeping four hours, five hours a night, um, over-exercising, malnourished, all of these things, not eating any real foods. I was just eating like if it came in a package and it said high protein, right. then I was like, oh, I can eat it. Yep. Like, yeah. just give it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, Dr. Raymond was just like, listen, I know what you do, um, but you're not healthy. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, it was just like the last sign that I needed. I'm like, yeah, because yeah, what am I doing? Right. And what have I done to everyone else who's followed me? Mm -hmm. And like I used to do this big motivational camp called Do More. And it was just like, just everybody, just do more. Like that was like my whole mantra. And now it's like, do less yeah. and make more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's straight up. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and that, th this is why I resonate so much with your content because it's systems. There's like a level of intelligence behind everything yeah. that you do. But it's it's so, it's interesting to hear. And, and, and uh, it just shows, you guys, it shows growth that this is where you came from. Yeah. And that, and so when, you, when you're learning like, oh my gosh, my brain and this and that, what was that like going home to Brett and the kids? And did you like 
did you change all the supplements? Did you change, like what changed yeah. in your life knowing these things? You know, I immediately started grieving because I knew I was done. I immediately started um, feeling like, oh, it's over. Like yeah. I, and I wasn't going to announce that to anyone. I yeah. wasn't, you know, obviously there, I have this partnership, but in my mind I was done. I was never going to film another video. I was, I, I quit teaching my fitness classes and I was like, I do not want my kids like having to care for me uh, years before they should. Like right. I, I did this to myself and how many other people have I done this to because I've got a platform and they, they do what I do and they eat what I eat and they, they everything. And right. this, I have a huge responsibility, huge. Uh, but also to my family and to yeah. myself. And so yeah. I knew right then and there I was done, but contractually I, um, I knew I had to kind of play my cards a little differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it was grief. It was, it was like grief. You kind of, mm-hmm. when you move on, which isn't, I hear people say like, like I've never reinvented myself. Right. You just evolve. Yeah. Uh, but as I've evolved, you sometimes have to, you have to grieve. You have to be sad mm-hmm. in order to move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really important. I think a lot of times we don't give ourselves permission to do that or we think, I'm supposed to keep doing what I'm doing because leaving it makes me feel sad. Right. That's not necessarily true. Oh. You know, it's an evolution. Yeah. Th- this is this is deep for me as as, as I evolve and and yeah. I I feel this so deeply. Uh, and I was talking to my fiance about that as I step into the new and do new things. I was like, I f- I feel sad. Yeah. And it's like it's it's good to know like it's okay to feel sad because you did something for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so sit into yeah. it. So what, what was the next thing you, you did? Like, when did you first do like your program? Well, we sold all of our fitness companies. Um, that was fun yeah. to do, uh, to exit that and, and to also be like, oh, I get to focus on one thing again. We started creating um, online. I started going, okay, infomercial, like long before they started to die. I was like, I'm looking at my own behaviors. I'm not channel surfing this infomercial thing isn't going to last forever. Right. So that's when I started realizing, like, I need to learn how to build my own brand on, online. Like, mm-hmm. how, how do you do this? I, I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. uh, any of the things, like, you know, email sequences and landing pages and all of those things. And this is 100 years ago. But we, I just started going to school, you know, like yeah. educating myself and going to all the seminars and paying for all the mentors and all the books and, and just went to school while I was still kind of, like, letting my contract fade and and then you know all the work that we had to do to position to sell our businesses Mm -hmm. and our 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 ip you know sold our ip and that was a grieving process i literally went to a therapist and she's like oh this is grief i'm like oh that's what this is that's what this is yeah yeah and um then it was it was kind of fun you know like i i've always i felt like i was now stepping out of something where i never felt like i belonged Mm. and it never felt like home mm-hmm. and back into what I love, which is just teaching people systems, teaching people. Um, and at first, the very first program that I launched, digital program that really kind of took off was called Smart Success. Yeah. And it was just teaching people like how to get your life in order. Yeah. And it was, and I know that sounds like super vague, but it was like all how, where do you start? How do you know what you want to do. How do you, then how do you reverse engineer then? It was so good. So I bought it by the way. Okay. (laughs) No, truly. And for me, it was like, it's like 
revealing the curtain of Oz is exactly ah. what you do. And it's like the intricate steps and details, yeah. you know, like I shared to the point of content, like you've always, here's the thing about you. You've, you're always 10 steps ahead of everybody else. Like you're, you're saying so all nice. this stuff. Oh, you know, everyone has this site and this and that, like the first, like, I feel like truly that did it right and and marketing like you are a marketer (laughs) and you're you're always 10 steps ahead and you're always on it the pulse like you just are girl it doesn't feel that way but I appreciate that I'll I'll take it so when it comes to um social right let's talk brand yeah people want brand right you have your personal brand this is why I deeply resonate with you because I feel like I know you. Like mm. you guys are just on, on your trip. You were gone for a while. I've like seven I lo- months. I like you are so I know that I know this word is overused, but authentic to another level. Oh, thanks. And it it just shows this is why you have the amount and the audience that you have. Have you always been that way? Yes. Yes. I have the only time I think I wasn't, and I was very much called out for it, was the first time I filmed a, a fitness video. Okay. And like the director like literally said, cut, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just being myself. She's like, what, this, yeah. Yeah. what is this voice that you're using? Yeah. I was like, hi, I'm Shaleen Johnson. And she was like, that, I've seen your classes. We've been rehearsing. What is this? And I had just like really studied everyone else who'd done a consumer video. Yeah. I'd studied them. And I'm like, all right, I got it. Like, I know how they hold their hands. All right, when the camera cuts to you, like, I saw how they stood, ah. and I, like, in their voices. And I, and I just tried to do all that. And it was just, you know, it, literally, it was a snap of a finger. I'm like, oh, I can just be me. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Let's do that. And, and that's, this is why... I'm drawn to you. So many people are drawn to you because you're just you all the time. And this is, it's a superpower. It comes natural to you, but it's a superpower. Hmm. And it's easier if you, because if you're trying to figure out, like if you're trying to be strategic yeah. about authenticity, yeah. if you're trying to be oh. strategic and we see it and I friggin' hate it, I can smell it from a mile away uh-huh. and I don't understand why people fall for it. I'm like, it's so gross. Uh-huh. Like what? Stop. It's so yeah. gross. Yeah. And, but people fall for it. So maybe it does work. I don't know. It doesn't work for me. I can't keep my, I, my, because of my ADHD, I couldn't remember how to mm-hmm. be anything other than myself anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much easier just to show up as you are, which mm-hmm. is for me, very messy and you know, sometimes I offend people, but I, it's just so much easier to be you. And even if you don't resonate with everybody, it's just so much easier. I got to share something with you. One of the greatest keys to my success, especially early on, was that I learned how to become an effective communicator. I learned how to present in front of a room. I learned how to convey a message to people that really made people lean in. And I know that I know if I wouldn't have invested in myself and learned how to effectively communicate, to be honest, we wouldn't even be here right now. So with that being said, how much have you invested in your communication skills? Like if you're really looking to grow your business, 
you're gonna need to go live. You're gonna probably maybe need to take a stage at some point, or maybe you just wanna like wow the crowd at a wedding that you're in. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that you learn how to effectively communicate. And throughout the years, I've been asked so many times, can you train me? Can you mentor me on speaking? And now the answer is absolutely freaking yes. I am doing an effective communication masterclass. It's gonna be about three hours long, up to four for those of you that wanna go to a new level. And if you're really looking to unleash your potential as an effective communicator, I am going to teach you how to speak with confidence and convey your ideas, how to become more memorable and stand out with storytelling in your talks, how to present your business opportunity with prestige. So let's just face it, you must, especially in today's economy. So this is a special event I'm having it's virtual, anyone in the world can join. You might be thinking, is this even in my budget? How am I gonna make this work? Well, let me tell you, all of this is going to be less than one tank of gas in California, okay? And if you don't know what that is, um, let me just say, it's gonna, the entire masterclass is less than one cup of coffee from your favorite barista, okay? You can't afford not to do it. And so if this is something you're leaning in saying, yes, 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 then register now at itfactorexperience.com, itfactorexperience.com and reserve your seat and I will see you there. So when did you start posting every day, all that stuff? Obviously, Instagram wasn't always here, but when yeah. it was here, like, because you're, you're omnipresent, like hmm. you're, you're everywhere. Like, and, and, and again, it's, it's, you've got it down pat. It's, it's Facebook, it's Instagram, YouTube, your yeah. podcast pops off. When did you start that consistency? Um, slow, slowly and, yeah. and, and one platform at a time, yeah. right? And, and always with help. Um, like, so for example, I have not posted to my Instagram feed in two weeks. Wow. Yeah. For the first, and that is an intention, uh, uh, because I wanted to, I am intentionally growing my YouTube. So it's, you know, for, for me, it's like, dang it, I just can't get my YouTube to pop off. And I, I think the bet right now is long form. Uh -huh. I think all, all short form needs to drive to long form. I think long form is where our tension is going. It's where mm. we're, we're, we feel fractured by short form. We feel disconnected. Uh, we don't, you don't buy anything from someone who's just done a reel and they're pointing at words on the screen. I freaking hate that stuff. So do I. And, yeah. and it doesn't connect with anybody mm -hmm. and it just gets us views for what? Right. If you're not driving to something, yeah. if I can't connect with you, if I don't know anything about your personality. Right. So I think all short form needs to drive to long form. And because of that, I knew I needed to figure out YouTube. And so I took a break from Instagram, mm -hmm. also took the break from Instagram so that it would drive attention. Where is she? What is she posting on? And now I'm just doing that on YouTube. And we've had a 3,388% increase in the last 90 days with that intention. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, that is way exciting. So when, it, when you're talking about growing YouTube, what does that look like? Uh, the team first. It's slow. So it's like, okay, what do I need to know? Who do I need to hire 
because I have this channel, but and I know video, but like I don't know this platform the way I need to. Yeah. So who do I hire? Teach me, um, mentor me, and then after that, then it's like okay. Now I need the team in place mm -hmm. before I can go all in. I want the team and the systems in place mm -hmm. so that I can continue to be a CEO to all the other brands. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm trying to do it myself, then I can't CEO. Right. 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 And so, um, and that's my, that's my strongest gift is to be a CEO. And it's very hard for those of you who are building a personal brand because... You are the content driver and often also the CEO. Totally. And the people are saying, just do the thing that only you can do. Well, only you can be on camera. Right. And only you can be the CEO. And those two things are both pretty dang full time. Yeah, they are. And yeah, it's exhausting. Uh -huh. So if you don't have the team in place, slow down. Don't worry about being everywhere. Take the time you need to build the team and work with them and onboard them. And it's a very frustrating, mm -hmm. slow process. Mm -hmm. But once you get there, it's like, <sighs> yeah, you know, I learned that with you with onboarding and, and really like no one's reading your mind that you're hiring, by the way. <laughs> and like, you know, like in, in just because I have a good work ethic and I I can whip a nene and like doesn't mean they can. Right. And right, right. that's why I've gone through multiple assistants before yeah. getting properly trained because yeah. I never trained them oh, properly. Yep, yep, yep. And that's something you speak on so much. Yeah. You guys are so good at building out teams yeah. and people and training them effectively. So if somebody was going to bring on a new VA, right, what mm -hmm. would you tell them? Like, how could they onboard someone effectively and not feel like this person's not getting it done. Yeah. Well, I'll share my strategy. So I like to hire. Um, I don't hire. I like to bring people on part-time temporarily. And I bring on a couple of people in the same role to do the same thing. And I, so like, let's say for like right now we're, um, hiring for, um, a, a graphic person. So we've hired three people, all of whom I would normally probably consider one of them like, okay, let's hire this person full-time. But instead, we bring on three part-time. We tell them it is a temporary position uh -huh. as a consultant and uh, th with the possibility for full-time if you have that availability, most do. And then we just see what happens. Who actually shows up the way they do on their resume? Because some people interview beautifully uh -huh. and you're like, oh, this person's going to change the uh -huh. world for me. Oh, they're going to run this company. And then you're like, they can't even answer the phone. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Um, had that happen many yeah. times. Yes, so, so we've just learned like, okay, that's our process. And then we bring them on. And then I, here's the beautiful thing about this process is you will find that of those three people, whatever it is, two are going to shine and one's going to really shine. And then that third one might have these skills where you're like, but they can do this. Ooh. So you just, it's, yeah. it's a great, and also you don't have that uncomfortable, like you, where you invest all this time mm -hmm. to bring someone into the culture. Mm -hmm. I don't start bringing them into the culture. I don't start bringing them uh, into all of our systems until I have a really strong sense of how they are actually going to show up in that position. Nice. And it oftentimes, um, then once we do bring them on full time, mm -hmm. then it's a, a lot about culture and with me. Like I think sometimes we think, oh, I'll let my my manager hire that person or the person who's just above right. them train them. I like even our overseas VAs that are part time temporary. I will personally zoom with them and give them personal feedback and mm -hmm. and personal um, 
you know, uh, recognition and Mm -hmm. I want to know their family. I want to know everything about them Mm -hmm. and how they work and what what else are you doing and all these things so that they Mm -hmm. are really embedded in our culture and they know their expectations and we have everything, you know, or as much as possible, standard operating procedures so that whoever they just came on for last, they're watching in Dropbox all of their videos of Mm -hmm. how the last person did this. Mm -hmm. And then it's me like just slowly saying like giving them lots of feedback until they get it right. Mm, So good. I love it. And, you know, Dropbox, you're the reason I have Dropbox. And (laughs) and it sounds funny because it's like Dropbox. It's like, no, I work with so many people. I'm like, just put it in Dropbox and let's organize it. And we and shot we'll, all this content. Yes. And then it's like hot mess express. It's right, everywhere. Right. And just that organizational process where if someone leaves your company or you add on, what, what she's talking about is having SOP, standard operating procedures in place. So there's systems for everything. This is how you expand, grow. I have to brag for a second. My Dropbox is the best looking Dropbox you have ever friggin' seen. Yeah, I bet it is. Oh, it is so pretty. It yeah. looks like the most, I mean, or it, it looks mm-hmm. like the container store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so good. It's, and every system in Dropbox teaches whoever's just come on, they can see mm-hmm. what steps are next because that's how our Dropbox is organized. So good. And I know that it's, so many people treat their Dropbox and their their digital, your digital assets are everything. That's what slows you down. Right. Like, and the reason why we can't go faster is because of digital assets. So if you can get all that organized, yeah. I, it, it's beautiful. Right. Like eventually, and, and a lot of people listening to this right now or even in the room at our live recording, they want to be speakers. So an example of this is like, all your speaking stuff, put it in a folder. So when it comes to making your reel or pulling clips for speaking engagements, yep. it's just good to go. Everything. Yeah. Everything gets in Dropbox yeah. and everything is, yeah. it's, uh, it just makes everyone's life easier. And yep. we just have, so if you have team, you've got to set up procedures where they're all using the same system or it's not helpful. Mm. So there's that, um, you know, when it comes to social media, it's really become, I mean, a personal brand goes hand in hand with social media. Uh-huh. You you have, no one knows about you unless you're in social media. And we don't buy from people unless we like them. And mm-hmm. and we don't like them until we know them. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time. And that's why if you are trying to grow a personal brand, grow your team first and slowly. Don't think so much about your brand. Think more about your team. Mm. Team first. Your dream is limited by the size of your team. Ooh. And people want to go too fast. Yeah. They want to go too fast and then they burn out and they're, you know, wondering why they're so overwhelmed by social and so over, mm-hmm. I can I really do this? Do I have what it takes? You can't be omnipresent right. if you're one person no, today. It's impossible. You can't even you can't even dominate Instagram. Like yeah. let alone TikTok, let alone YouTube. You can't. It's mm-hmm. impossible. There's too much. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. So when tell me about your companies. Like what companies do you, do you have? Um, well, we, let's see, <laughs> uh, we have a journal company, right? Yeah. So physical products. Which I love. Um, and then we have, uh, we have a nutrition mindset program. It's a uh-huh. digital program called uh-huh. Phase It Up. We ha- and that's like, you know, RDs and it's, it's kind of like Noom, but a baby version. We have, um, marketing programs, mm-hmm. right? So we have digital, uh, marketing impact Academy, yes. which is, uh, I think we're at 12,000 members. Wow. Something like that. And uh, that kind of takes anyone from from 
I have an idea, but I'm not sure what to do next. I yeah. love that person because then you won't do the wrong steps first. Right. You help them go all the way through to to the place where you're scaling, and and you are actually having to hire, and you and you do need to know how to. Uh, use Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising. But somebody who's just starting out, that's going to be overwhelming, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then we have um, a membership uh, Instagram coaching program that my son and I started Love together it. called Insta Club Hub. That's a membership program. Yep. And I think we've got like 12,000 people in that at the moment. And um, let's see, what this else? This is a lot. Oh, the pot. You know, what, what's a really big piece of that, which I was just talking to Brett about this, knowing I was going to be speaking with you, Emily, is like a big piece of this is just personal brand, right? Mm -hmm. So so there's also the business center that is just my sponsorships and my paid partnerships. Oh, I love and, this. And, you know, yes. those kinds of, it's big. Yeah. It, you know, starting a podcast as long ago as I did, like that, it's fun, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, this is so inspiring. Like all the possibilities. Yes. But knowing it's possible if you have a team, but none of this would have the reach it has, the clients it has, if you didn't have the personal brand. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is your secret sauce. Like this is oh, why you're so good. Like, and, and again, it's your superpower, but it's because you're so real. And when I teach personal branding, and I would love your perspective yeah. on this, but I really do teach you're an expert or like super passionate about something, but there's authenticity and vulnerability and it should always be osculating between the two. And I really believe wholeheartedly in showing the messy, show your hair messy, show no makeup, show, but then show getting it together, right? The realness mm -hmm. of it. I believe mm -hmm. that's how you get people to buy in yeah. and, and really like, know, and trust you. Yeah. Would you agree to that? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that I could teach somebody brand. I, because it's just who you are, you mm -hmm. know? Um, I, uh, when so I good. hear, I, you know, I love branding. I yeah. just did a YouTube on branding. It's not released yet, but I watched a ton of other people's branding videos before. And I'm like, God, this stuff is so strategic. I just, yeah. it would make me crazy yeah. if I had like this quadrant and this quadrant, yeah. you got to make sure there's a blend. I'm like, just you are. Up. So what I say is you are the brand. Yeah, and you are the brand, but you also have to know what piece it's here. It is obviously it's your reputation, but it's what piece of you do you need to boldly broadcast because that's what makes you different, and also that's what's going to attract the kind of people you want to work with, right? Oh, that's good. So that um, to me, I look at the things that I don't like on social media and the things that I hate hate watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, like the, like the, cringe. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also the people you're like, I'm going to follow this person, but oh, God, I can't stand them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I pay attention to things like yeah, that, and yeah, I try yeah, not yeah. to do that. Yeah. Right? So, Hash, like, yeah, it's a it's a good lesson and example. Yeah, you, you are so pretty and so perfect that I. This is just my personal opinion. It would intimidate the girl who I'm trying to attract, mm. and I would not want to want to like you. Oh. And I think about those things, like women. You know, we we want to show up and look a, a certain perfect way, but mm -hmm. we also have to remember, like, okay, but am I? You know, like you. Your voice is part of your brand. Like mm -hmm. even the, you have a deeper tone mm -hmm. is going to attract a different kind of woman mm -hmm. or a different type of client because there's an authority, there's a confidence, there's yeah. even that. Like voice is branding. Like think right. about how the Kardashians speak with the right. California upturn. Yes. Know, like, wow. All of these things, they they resonate 
with someone, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the podcast that my daughter listens to, I'm like, I love this content. I can't handle this woman's yeah. voice. Yeah. I can't. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so like there, all of these things are part of your brand and you don't change it, mm-hmm. right? You can't change your voice. I no. can't change my personality, but you need to put it forward. Right. Like it's the thing that you need to be, um, amplified. Amplified. That's right. Yeah. So, so for me, it's my sense of humor. Um, it uh-huh. is, you know, family uh-huh. and it is that I don't know how to do anything domestically. Like these are the things that, you know, I just put out there because yeah. I'm trying to attract, who I'm trying to attract is someone like me. Cause I get along with people like me Same. better. Same. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's like, that's, it's not even like, that's who I want like to help. It's like, no, that's who I want to hang out with. Same. I can't stand like, get, get out of like unfollow me if you're gonna notice my typos. I right. I hate you. Right. We are. We're oh, going, I had one of those the other day. Like literally, She's we're like, not gonna edit, get along. Can I edit your caption? I'm like, oh come on. What are you doing? Like focusing on my caption right now? Like, but, but there's somebody I, who's, I know. who is that perfect. Yeah. And they're they should be matched up. Yeah. Right. So I yeah. I just like um. So I started right away when I went to social, just going like, I want, I'm very easily distracted mm-hmm. and, uh, I want to attract people who have a sense of humor. Don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, like rap music, um, probably Christian, but I, re- the one thing I would say I hold back on with my authenticity is I love the F word so much. Oh. You don't know how much I love it. And I try not to use it yeah. in, uh, social, but yeah. I use it on Patreon. Like, yeah. I'm, like I drive a truck. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's my favorite word. Right. That and bitch. Oh, yeah. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Beep. Yeah. yeah. Beep, beep. Yeah. So that's the only thing where I kind of don't put that out to the public because I'm right. like, yeah, if the kid's listening or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so how do you figure out, you know, you talk a lot about ADHD. You give a lot on that. I'll be right um, back. You, you and, um, you and Brett, when Brett does his, uh, scripts and is the videos and I cry. Oh. I cry. So Brett is, well, let's her, talk about Brett that. is her husband, who is amazing, by the way. I just appreciate him and how real he is in all that he does. Um, I love hearing from him. But they do these freaking skits. Or when he does his videos, like he'll put a wig on and act like... Act like yeah. he, but hang on. <laughs> hang on for a second. He's great. Yeah. But he's not funny. I'm funny. Yeah. I write <laughs> those scripts. I write those scripts. And then I have to have promise to have like freaky sex with him to put the wig yes, on yes like I you don't know and he's never in the mood to do it I'm like just say this and I write every line and he's he gets the credit everyone thinks you're they're like your husband's so funny I'm like no no I am he's not yeah so I found the wig I wrote the script and I'm making fun of myself and I'm giving him credit because oh I'm just that giving yeah I love it Oh my God. So, so the planners listening are imagining, are you scripting out at home? Like, okay, honey, go get the wig. Like today you yes. we're going to, we're going to do, yeah. we're going to film five videos that are. No, so, just one is the yeah. most I can get out of them. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. One. So, so do you, do you plan it out? Like, yeah. you know, we've got, you know, we're going to do the ADHD. Yes. We're going to do in something else that I, again, have so much respect for you when you talked about your case with the oh, whole, yeah, yeah. you know, dogging out a dirty doctor yeah. and she took us all on that journey. And it's just like, dang, I respect this woman. Cause you just, Thanks. you just, you just share so much. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't think everyone should do that yeah. when you're first starting out. So I always say, uh, and I, I just took it out of my Instagram bio. I said, do what I say, not what I do. Yeah. Because if you're just starting out, you can't do that. You're, yeah. It's going to be 
all over the place. Right. And right. that just won't make sense. Yep. I mean, do be you, but like, you know, even the fact that like I, I put all the stuff that was happening with that plastic surgeon on my social, like that's, mm-hmm. that's like, people so, should not do that. It's like brand death. Like and, and, stay true to your niche. And I want to land on this is because you've established a brand for years and mm-hmm. years and years and That's years right. and years. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and so many people that I coach, whether it's men, network marketing or whatever, I always say like, again, uh, this is me 10 years in, I can go do this stuff now. I've yeah. earned the right to do that. I built this up. But if you're coming up like to be all over the place, no one's going to want to follow that. Yeah. We don't have time. Yeah. Like we, now we've, everything is different. Um, and I think it's really important to remember that, um, if you're looking at someone, you're like, I want to be like them. Um, when they're there because when they started, things were different. Mm -hmm. So they have different rules that they can play by and different things that they can post right now. We, we, is there anyone who wishes they were following more people? No. We, we're, we're getting very greedy with our follows. Yes. It's just like, oh God. And yeah. we, we want to consume less. Yes. So therefore, when, we, when social media first started or whatever, when things mm-hmm. started popping off for people's personal brands, you wanted to know everything about them. You right. know, it's like, oh, that's, so that's her sister, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what she's eating. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have time and I don't care. We mm-hmm. don't care. It's like, I don't, I don't care where, who you're out with. I don't care. Like, I'm following you for a specific reason. Yeah. Give me a tip. Give me that Give thing. Give me a lesson. Teach me something. Yeah. And, you know, so I have the luxury of, uh, I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be known, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was the advice I gave my son. He, he was kind of posting all, um, you know, like we all do. Yeah. A variety of things. Yeah. And he just niched all the way down just to Instagram, just Instagram mm-hmm. growth mm-hmm. and only focus on that. Now he's got a million other interests and talents mm-hmm. and skills and um, could be posting about those things. But just by doing that, he grew like 400,000 followers in a year, all real. Yeah. Because, because people aren't going to follow him to say like, oh, what's his workout today? Right. And oh, what, where is he going? Traveling? No, yeah. I'm following this account because I'm trying to grow my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm following this account because I want five minute makeup tips. I'm following this account because I want to know how to build my brand. I'm following, like we follow accounts because they give us something mm-hmm. um, or we're just looking at stuff because it's entertaining. Right. Right. Like TikTok all night long. Mm-hmm. So before you post, do you think, what do you think to yourself? Like, is this going to resonate with your people? And when you, when I say your people, are you envisioning that girl that's like yeah. you? Yeah. Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, I uh, I want to attract someone who's easily distracted. Maybe they don't even know that they have ADHD, but like they're they're just you know easily distracted. Has a great sense of humor, and I want to help them understand that you need uh, more than one source of income. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to teach them, and that it's like don't be dumb. It's yeah. time. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? And uh, so, so I just my goal my and I'm sharing my own Instagram strategy, but it, I don't think you should do this but I'm going to share what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just post things that are going to attract someone who's like, I want to hang out with her. Yeah. Like, let's, I want to be friends. She's funny. She's real. I want her to be my older sister, mm-hmm. not your mom. Rude. Yeah. <gasps> and I, I, so I want her to laugh. I want, and I want her to like go, and I want her husband to go like, oh, yeah. I could hang out with them. Yeah. And I just want them to like me. So yeah. they'll spend enough time on my stories. Yep. And if you've spent enough time in my stories, you're eventually, I'm going to say like, hey, I've got this other thing. If you 
really trust me, mm -hmm. then let me help you build an additional stream of income. Mm -hmm. Let me show you how to do this. Let mm -hmm. me show you what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a long play. I, every single time I have openings for our Marketing Impact Academy, someone will say, I've been following you for 12 years. Right. And this is the first thing I've ever bought from you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you, you just have to be, you have to be willing to do, for this to take a long time. Yeah. Building a personal brand, um, you can get traction in a year. Yeah. But it's, it's a lot longer it, than that to like blow up. Oh, for sure. It's like, I've been serving every day, whether it's stories, online, Facebook, for over 10 years. Yeah. You know, it's just that consistency. consistency and through, through the ups, the downs, the all arounds, the, the, like I've just committed to that. Yeah. And it's like, now people see things pop off, but it's like, oh, it's because day in and day out. That's yeah. why my show is growing the way it is. The things it's like, I've just continually showed up yeah. for her. When I envision her, yeah. I see her, I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to her today and you know, whatever I can give to her, that's what we're going to do. And yeah. this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Bye Felicia. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think a lot about, um, what is also not attractive to the person who I you know, like, so, yeah. so you can get really caught up in posting things because everyone else is posting that kind of content, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I really think to myself like, like, okay, I could do that too. And yeah, that seems like it's really popular and I could do that too, but I don't personally like it. Yeah. I don't necessarily resonate with it, so I shouldn't do it. Right. right. And so I think a lot about that. I think about what, um, in makes somebody likable mm -hmm. and what makes somebody intimidating or what makes somebody, um, I, I don't know. I just think there's there's a lot of phony on yeah. On oh social yeah. And you're you're. I always say there's there's look at me girls and then there's come with me girls. Yeah. You're a come with me girl. Like you make us feel invited to the party. Like we're invited in. Which again, this is self awareness. Like yep. being so self aware of how you're marketing and how that comes across. Yeah. And that's why it's like. You, I, we were on a brand deal call the other day and the woman said to my, my brand partner, she said, I don't want another pretty face. These chicks on Instagram, they have no real community. Mm, they built right. up to Massively. millions with booty shots at one point, yeah. but she, there's nobody actually buying. There's yes. not comments, yes. all that stuff. So like those vanity metrics don't work anymore. Right. No, they really don't. And, and it's about, um, it is community mm -hmm. uh, when you're talking about a personal brand. Because I, I just don't think any of us want to um, like worship another person. No, nor and, should we. Nor should we, absolutely. Yeah. But it, so then it's really understanding that the right way to do your personal brand is just to remember you're, you're kind of like the Sherpa. You know, you're like one of them. Like I, I'll, I'll go out front with the flashlight and I'll trip and fall before you do, but we're, we're all together that, doing this, that, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly what I feel from you. And that's yeah. why I've resonated and consumed and listened to your podcast and done all the things. Cause it's like, I feel like I'm a part of it. Like it's the community yeah. part and you could build a brand and you could, or you could build a movement Yeah, and you've built a movement of raving fans. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah. been fun. I, I don't have much strategy and what I'm going to be doing next. I know people always say like, so how do you decide what you're going to do, be doing yeah. next? Again, that's just, um, 
an evolutionary process of what am I really excited mm -hmm. about? What am I really into? And I don't, I mean, God decided that for mm -hmm. me before I was born. So I don't have to worry about what I'm doing five years from now. He'll put it in front of me mm -hmm. and I'll just do that. Yeah. You know, you just can't, but you can't be afraid to, to once you have your personal brand, which is really just once you know who you are, right? That's really what it is. Once you know who you are, then you know what you will do. Yes. You know, when um, my husband and I, in our marriage, there was a time when I discovered he had a very serious gambling addiction. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, I was wanted to kill him, but also a little bit relieved because yeah. I thought he was having an affair. Mm. And I was like, you know, as we do, we get really good at being an FBI agent. And oh, I yeah. was, and I'd oh, yeah. done all those things. And I um, discovered that we were $467,000 in debt. Yeah, hi. And I um, was, after I figured out what was going on, before I confronted him, I got really calm. And I thought to myself, okay, I know who I am. Mm. So if he does this, I know what I'll do. If he says this, I know what I'll do. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I wasn't nervous at all about mm -hmm. what and how he would respond because it didn't matter. Because I knew, no matter what, I knew who I was and I knew what I would do mm -hmm. based on that. And that's a knowing, that's you know. A, and yeah. and so the same is true of whatever it is you want to do next. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't. You don't have to be that strategic about it if you really know yourself. Mm, it's beautiful. Thanks. And and, and when. You share, you guys shared all that, and and it's so cool now because Brett gives so much knowledge about wisdom ab <laughs> about finances. Yeah, is what it's crazy. you know. Full circle. Um, what? When was the moment you're like, we're gonna share this with people, and why? Uh, we waited till the kids were um, both 18, uh, because I felt like then they were old enough to understand it, and I wanted them to know that in marriage, especially even even what looks like a perfect marriage, there are going to be, there is going to be an implosion. All marriages have some kind of implosion. It might not be that big, it might be bigger than that. And how those two people decide to commit to each other and get through it is what mm -hmm. matters. Uh, that, you know, I wanted them to know that there's no shame yeah. in addiction. I wanted them to know what, we went through and I want them to, under, I really want them to understand how we got through that because I want them to have healthy, amazing marriages and I uh, want them to get through those. Um, and sometimes you can't, yeah. right? Especially if one party mm -hmm. is not willing to get better. Oh, but yeah. I mean, he was, yeah. he, all the things in my head, I said, if he did this, 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 and this, then I'll stay. Wow. But I'll stay with an attitude for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he did all those things and more and more. Oh, so, yeah. wow. Yeah, so that's when we told the kids, and that's when we were, I was like, I was so, because I tell, I tell everybody everything. Like, I'm an open book. And it was hard for me to talk about our story and leave out so much right. all the time. Right. And honestly, I, I don't think my husband was over the shame of it for yeah. many, many years. Mm -hmm. So I didn't talk about it until he was okay with it and until we told our kids. Mm, it's beautiful. I always, I always share like when I'm keeping a secret, it, it, it feels it feels like I'm hiding. Like like it, it feels, it does not feel right. We are as and sick as our secrets. We are, oh, oh yeah. yeah. 
especially when you, when you are open and you share your life and, and it's like, no. And it, but the, what I love about this is you came out on the other side of it. Yeah. And because you are so service minded, ugh, that's what I love about <laughs> you. You give, you give so much to people you do through like most people be like, I never want to say, I don't, I want to publicly, what are people going to think about yeah. me? I don't want them to judge me. And you guys go, no, we built a bridge. We got over it. Yeah. We healed there's restoration in our marriage and we got over it. And now you teach other people and that's respect. Truly. I think that, um, sometimes that's the only way we can make sense of mm. our challenges and the things that have happened to us that you're like, ah, why did this happen? How did this happen? Why would God do this? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And he, he does those things for us mm -hmm. and he wants us to use them. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's, I, I just want to explain to people what, and I'm not saying you, sh you need to do what we did, but yeah. if I can help someone, that's all of these things that have happened for you that you just go, wow, how does this how did I even get here? That's God giving you an opportunity to say, like, here's another purpose. Here's another purpose. And, you know, so when people are like, what is my purpose? I'm like, well, you have so many. Yeah. And you have, you have some you haven't even experienced yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What's a couple tips of how you guys started to work your way out of it? The, the uh, finance stuff. Oh, financially. Well, first of all, I took the finances back and uh, for quite a while. And I gave him an ultimatum. And when I say an ultimatum, not like a threat. Yeah. It was like, if you don't do this, then... I'm gone and we're gone. Um, and, uh, it was, you know, for him it was therapy. Mm -hmm. So he did EMDR therapy, uh, three days a week for two hours each EMDR, write that down. And, um, that was intense. And then it was just, just the way he showed up. Yeah. Like I, he was so relieved. He was so relieved. It was like the way to, like I saw, like I, I was, that made me angry. Like how happy he was. I'm like, <laughs> cause he was, it was like, ah, the secret's yeah. over. Like wow. it, it was his full time. You can't lose that kind of money, honey, and not have it be a full-time job. It was a full-time job. It was full, that's full-time lies. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of I was living weight. another life. And so he was, um, he was ecstatic to have it be gone. And um, he was so relieved. Like he was like a little, it was a person I'd never seen before. Mm -hmm. I had never seen that man. And from that, we call that our 2.0. From that day on, I was like, I was married to an incredibly different human. Wow. I, I was always on eggshells with him. Yeah. He was always in, and now I know, then I, once I figured out like why I was on eggshells is because he was so busy and so distant mm -hmm. and keeping the lie, keeping the secret hidden, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and there were other secrets that are probably led him to the gambling. You know, mm -hmm. we... We seek out addictive things to escape yes. pain. Yes, we do. And uh, so he was pushing all that down, and the mm -hmm. therapy helped him to uncover it. And I'm like, and I, I know I joked earlier and said he's not funny. Now he is really funny, yeah. though. He really, yeah. but before he wasn't. Yeah. I'm like the serious guy who makes everyone kind of walk on eggshells. He never yelled. He never yeah. was mean. Yeah. But it was this energy. Yeah. We've all been around people like that. Where you're, it's just like, yep. <sighs> your yep. nerves go like this. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I hated that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I remember at times thinking like, this is kind of a sucky marriage yeah. because of his energy. Yeah. If he, if he just had better energy, I mean, there's like nothing the marriage was great, but like, mm. why is his energy? And so after that, it was like, he's funny. He's kind. Wow. He's like, he was like all the things 
I want, I hoped yeah. I'd married, you yeah. know? So it's, it That's was beautiful. the greatest thing that ever happened to us. Wow. The greatest oh, thing that ever. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so lucky that yeah. happened. Oh, so lucky. How long have you been married? 27 years. Oh my. 27 years. Wow. Old. You guys look good. You Thank guys are you. hot. Thanks. Oh, it could be, is, is it cause you keep it hot? Like, oh, so hot. Like yeah. beyond. Yeah. No, I love this. Yeah. But at, once the kids yeah. get out of the house, we realize that we're like, whoa, I think we were just, you know, you're a little bit like, shh. Yeah. Kids are coming, you know? Uh -huh. And then they left and I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And also hormones help. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So guys well, need their testosterone. Ladies, you need all yours fixed too. So, so as, as someone who is an entrepreneur, you're building yeah. things, you guys have, you had huge events always on the go. You're a, you're a worldwide speaker, all the things. What That's an illusion. I'm not though. It, no, I'm not. I'm not on the go work-wise. I don't, I don't do stuff. Like you, I'm, I'm so introverted and I say yes, no to. You say no to a lot, but you're, what I mean by that is you're, you're do you're producing, you're yeah, creating, yes. right? You're busy. Yeah, sure. And so what is a tip that you've like, you've kept your family intact marriage oh, sure. yeah, kids yeah. like yeah. now both of your kids are married brock's been on yeah. the show i just love and adore him like how how give us some tips because people listening to this right now uh -huh. are going i want the empire okay but i don't want to sacrifice okay yeah my family yeah yeah ah the tips know what matters most mm. and i think i see a lot of especially female um, entrepreneurs who really want to be famous, they really want to be well-known, and they sacrifice their relationships, they sacrifice their time with their kids, you're never going to get that back. Mm -hmm. I negotiated in all of my contracts, even when I was working with Beachbody, that I, I would do no appearances, because that would mean a weekend, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to miss a game. I'm mm -hmm. not going to miss, I, I've got 18 years I, to get this right. I can be a mogul later. I don't, I, I need to make sure the kids mm. are, and especially after that happened with Brett and I, we were just so committed to making sure their home was peaceful mm. and creative mm. and fun and that they saw love and that they didn't feel stressed. So we had, we had so many systems in place when they were young. So we had things like um, there was no talk of work after the kids came home. Wow. So we would, and that's hard because we both like jive on it, love talking about it. So we would have code words. He would call me Smalls. He'd be like, oh, well, that's interesting, Smalls. Or I would call him Handsome. And that would mean like, okay, let's talk about this later. Yeah. Um, we didn't have any, so we had, you know, a lot of people worked in our home. Um, I had lots of help. So I had an executive assistant. I had a full-time house manager who like picked up the dog poop and, and did all the domestic things and um, did the laundry mm. so that I had enough time to be relaxed when I drove them to school. And wow. so that I had enough time that when they came home from school, I could actually be present. So those things were really important to us. We did not ever um, put what we were doing Mm -hmm. ahead of the kids. So we would just say, is, is, this, is this good for their mental health? If I'm gone for two weeks and they're young, I'm sorry. I just don't think that's good for kids' mental health. Right. It doesn't make them feel safe and secure. So, and that was, in my, that was our joint, and I'm not judging anyone who does that, but I just would not do those things. So I, di I didn't do any speaking appearances until they were in high school. And then I did, well, I would maybe do two a year and it would just be a flight there and back. I, I didn't do anything like on the other coasts or European because I just, I knew I had a minute. Yeah. And guess what? I have the best 
effing kids yeah. on the planet. Yeah. They're so healthy. We got them in therapy young. Yeah. You know why? Because you should. Yeah. And they're they're healthy. Yeah. And they 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 they're so um, secure in the love that they felt in our home, and yeah. our our home was peaceful oh, and fun. Yeah. Like we danced and we painted and we, it was very creative. And mm -hmm. um, I think they had, if they don't think they had a, a, a good childhood, then I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Because. You better notify. Right. But they, they always um, tell us how much they, they, they saw the sacrifices. Mm -hmm. I sh not sacrifices. They weren't sacrifices. They saw the boundaries mm -hmm. that we established for other people. They weren't mm -hmm. sat Maybe mm -hmm. a, Work-wise, you could say there are some things we sacrificed, but it was really just boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then now that the kids are gone, um, it's also not slipping back into my own personal work addiction. Uh -huh. And and that requires team. Uh, tell know? me about that because I feel like I can relate. Yeah. Well, it's a drug. Like it work is. is fun. It's I mean, so fun. So fun. It's so fun. Why do I have to sleep? I don't know. Sleep is so boring. I, yeah. Yeah, so, I love it. So work is it. Tell me about that. Like yeah. when did you identify? How do you set like standards for yourself? You know, like I cannot imagine you laying on the beach for like more than a, a couple hours. I can or now. Day. Yeah. Can? So yeah, my, yeah. my husband and I um, just have been traveling for the last seven months, which is crazy. Yeah, it was fun to So watch. we went, you know, we did months in Europe and um, we were still working though, Yeah. right? We're still working. It's not like, <laughs> like, yeah. but but it was so fun because we just did a couple of hours each day. Yeah. And, um, but that is something I didn't used to be able to do. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't go to a movie, even though I was present with my kids when they were really young before I dealt with my addiction, which is work. Um, so when Brett was gambling, I sensed that energy and my brain, because of a past experience as a child, uh, my brain told me, oh, you can make everybody happier if you make money. So his energy made me go into work addiction, work addiction. So I, you know, would just work around the clock. And if I wasn't working, I was thinking about work. Yeah. So I, I like, when, if someone would say, let's go on a vacation, I'd be like, why? Yeah. You know, or let go to a movie. I'm like. Why would we do that when yeah. there's so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so then I went to, when he went to therapy, uh, his therapist suggested that I get a therapist. And I'm like, uh. okay, well, this will be interesting. <laughs> what would, what could they possibly have to fix about me? Like yeah. what? I work too hard. Right. I'm too nice of a wife. You know, I'm like, this will be, I'm like, this is going to be, I'm going to be his favorite client. Um, and so I went to therapy and in therapy, I found out that I had an addiction. I did EMDR therapy. Okay. And uh, it helped me to remember, it wasn't like I was suppressed, but I was just like, oh, it helped me to connect why I was addicted to work. And so when my parents, who are entrepreneurs, when I was, I think in sixth grade, uh, they had a fire. And they were, they had owned a business where they liquidated companies that were going out of business. So let's say, you know, the clothing store down the street is mm -hmm. going out of business. They would liquidate it. And so at this point they were, um, they had taken all of their savings, all of their money and bought a chain of literally clothing stores that were going out of business to liquidate them. And this is in uh, Detroit and they, um, it was very competitive mm -hmm. and very uh, dark. And somebody set their warehouse on fire. They had all, everything oh in it. So they lost everything. And my dad, who's a wonderful communicator, and, uh, I, you know, he, he didn't mean anything negative by this. It was an opportunity in his mind to teach me about mm -hmm. interest. So he sat me down in his office and he said, 
uh, your mother and I, we're going to be fine. Everyone, everything's okay. I want to teach you how your money can make money. Mm. And I said, okay. And he had my, I'll never forget it. He had my little blue bank book that, you know, every time a grandma gives you money for a birthday. And, and so I don't even know how much money I had in it. I was in sixth grade. How much money could I have? Right. And he said, um, we're going to borrow your money and your mom and I are going to pay you back more. Now he was teaching me a great lesson and you don't know how your kids are going to process things. But in my mind, I went, I'm in sixth grade and my value is I'm supporting this family. I, in my mind, I thought, and it made me proud but I also took it on as an identity. Oh. And I never asked for a dollar from my parents again, not for lunch money or clothing, anything, because I was like, this is who, this is my value. This is why I'm important in the world. Right. I, can, I can make other people happy. I can make other people secure if I'm making more money. And it wasn't until I did EMDR therapy that I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So it was untangling the, that belief and going, mm. oh, that was a false belief. That was a false belief yeah. that carried for far too yes. long. Unknowingly. Unknowingly. So I think we, and I can still dip into um, work mode as mm. a distraction. It's it's fun, right? Mm. It's just like anything. Like if, if it's fun, it's hard to break. It's a dopamine hit. Mm. Right? Totally. And oh, I feel that my all day favorite long. thing in the world, though, is I need you to tell me about your problems and what's going on in your business because I, I love the dopamine I get trying to fix your things so I don't have to think about my yeah, things. Yeah, like, yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, tell me your problems. Ugh. What do you think your it factor is? Um, just, I'm going to be in incredibly honest. I'm, I can't not be honest. Brutally. Um, I just think that makes people feel comfortable. I think that makes people feel safe. I think it creates a reliability. I think it saves people time. If you know someone's always going to be honest, always going to be authentic, it just saves you time. It saves you headache. It saves, mm -hmm. like, it's one less decision you have to make. Mm -hmm. If you're around someone who you know they're going to be honest, they're going to be, um, and they're always going to show up that way. Mm -hmm. What do you wish you, you knew a long time ago that you know now? Uh, help, more help, more. I wish I... Wish I learn to outsource sooner, probably. Mm -hmm. I wish I um, had, s yeah, just that, Yeah, I think. No, it's major. That's yeah. how you scale. Yeah. Um, and I just, I hope that m people realize that you are enough. You don't have to do it all at once. Slow down. Um, don't look at everybody else's stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I, if, the, if there's advice I could give people, it's like, I don't, like you, I don't look at other people's mm -hmm. social media. And when I do and I realize, I'm like, oh my God, wait, I, I'm doing that too. I need to stop doing that. Like it just, mm -hmm. things, everything, when everything starts mm -hmm. to look the same. I know. You know, then I'm like, oh, I got to stop doing that. It, it, I deeply resonate with your saying because I remember when the TikToks came out and it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I told Jake, I was like, I'm not pointing at shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm more intelligent than this. Like, right, you know, right. and it's, again, it's not to dog my pointers right now or like, uh, excuse me. Right. Oh, you yeah. Know? But it just my didn't, it, it. it didn't, there, it didn't resonate with me. Right. At all. And right. I'm like, there's, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, how, what, do you do personal development? Do you, what's, what's your me morning personally? routine? Yeah. Like, oh, God, yes. Yeah, now, like. Oh, my goodness, yes. 
Tell me. Yeah, I regularly have a therapist. Yeah. I like, I like, um, you know, working with different therapists until I'm like, okay, this this relationship, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's served its purpose, and I like to find a new one just yeah. to always keep myself yeah. in check. I like growth. I like doing things that uh, make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I like and doing things I haven't done before. Hence why you're on YouTube now. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like that's the thing. That's why you're. I feel like you're just always growing. You've always put yourself in a growth environment. Yes. But I'm not going to drive myself crazy with it. Like I, uh-huh. um, you, I, do you watch the Hermoses? Yes. Okay. So I was just watching a um, their event. Their uh, that was or, insane. Oh yeah. But um, so people like uh, like a Gary Vaynerchuk or a um, the Hermoses. Like, mm-hmm. and I can say this because I'm older than them. Yeah. So I could give them both a spanking. Like I could yeah. put them over my knee. Yeah. Like they they just got to this planet. So yeah. I can be. Yeah. I can be sassy. Totally. But um. I watched a video recently, an interview with Alex, and he said, my, my Monday looks like my, tu- my, my birthday looks like my Monday looks like my Tuesday looks like my Sunday. I work 17 hour days. And I thought that I need to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's an addiction there. Why? 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 Yeah. You know, it, you, maybe, maybe that makes you happy, but why does it make you happy is mm-hmm. my question. I want people, you get good at life. Yeah. Right. Get My pet peeve is when I hear people say, like, I want to be a billionaire. I hear, I hear uh-huh. everyone keeps saying I want to be a billionaire. And I'll say, why? Why? Because I just it would be, a, it, I think mm-hmm. it would feel really cool to have that kind of impact. I'm like, why do you need a billion dollars? What even makes you think you're going to make an, mm-hmm. uh, an impact mm-hmm. if you have a billion dollars? Mm-hmm. And how do you impact the people who are going to be at your funeral mm-hmm. if you're that busy? Oh. You know, like, I, I just really want to, like, I, I don't network very much, mm-hmm. very, very, very rarely, because I, I can't even be a good friend yeah. to the friends I really already yes. know and I like them. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, in the words of Drake, no new friends, no new yeah. friends. Like, yeah. I got- yeah. And I learned a lot of this from you because early in my career, I, I had some mentors that were male. Yeah. And it was the go bigger, go faster, go stronger, work. And I started to get inflamed. I had such, I I felt like crap all the time. I couldn't think straight. I didn't know myself. Yeah. And I realized like, I, 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 I am an introvert. I'm an outgoing introvert. Yeah. Yeah. Situational. Right. Yes. And I'm a creative at heart. And I started to literally feel manic. Like I just felt like, and something's got to give, but I was following the echo chamber that was like work 17 hour days. We do what we see. Yes. And until I learned how to work smarter. And a lot of this, this is from you guys with systems, standards, all that stuff in our lives. Like I'm a feminine being and I want yeah. to stay healthy and I want to be a good wife and I eventually want to be a good mom and, yeah. you know, like all that stuff. And, and and so we do have to be very careful when we're online and we're picking up people's books and it's like, if we're subscribing to their message and taking it like it's the Bible, like right. take a look yes. at their actual life and right. are you built like that? That's right. I'm not a dude and I don't want to be. I, I I believe you that you're not a dude. I yeah, do. I thank believe you. you. Um, but I think you're absolutely right. And we see like people who are like super successful and we think, well, you've heard all your life success leaves cues. So you're like, okay, so that's what I should be doing. Yeah. And then you just feel so behind. I'm not mm-hmm. doing enough. It's not, it's never enough. I should, and, and this person, they, 
they are doing all the things, so I need to do all the things that they're doing. But as you said, you're not built necessarily that way, and it might not be right for you. It might be great for them. I, too, think it's very, very important that we look at the per if, if you're going to take business advice from somebody, because business is life, right? Right. I mean, right. if you're going to take business advice from somebody, career advice, uh, marketing advice, all of those things, you have to look at the whole ecosystem, mm -hmm. I think, of the person. I do too. And I've been in too many environments where I was like, oh, disillusioned because mm -hmm. I, I see what's happened in their mm -hmm. personal life. And I, I think probably um, it's difficult to see those things at first. And, and we're all, because we're all always being flooded with mm -hmm. the people who are so successful and doing all these things. And you mm -hmm. think you're supposed to do all mm -hmm. those things too. And we just got to a place, Brett and I, and again, this had a lot to do with the addiction and our, our the therapy that we did. So go to therapy. Um, we just realized we don't need to go at anyone else's pace. Mm. We need to go at the pace that's right for our relationship mm. and our family. That's all that matters. I had a, a incredible business coach that I, we worked with for about two years, and she was so annoyed. She said to me, and she's got a thick Australian accent. I won't try to impersonate it, but she would say, "You have to tell me the um, like you need to set a number. How much money do you want to make in the next five years?" I said, "I will never give you a number because I don't care." I don't care about the number. And I know that's contrary to what most people teach. Yeah. Like you, how do you, you can't accomplish a goal unless it's measurable. Right, right. That's, but that's not my goal. Yeah. That is not my goal. I don't yeah. care. I want to make an impact. Mm -hmm. I know what I, I know what I want to be able to do. Mm. Yeah. I want to have enough money to be able to do that. Right. right. But I don't need um, a certain number. Oh, I want a feeling. I just shared this last night. It's this drop in for me. It's so deep. It's like, I just shared this last night with a group of people I am being of service and I am letting God just take me and I'm, yes. I'm just following it and how it drops. And yes, of course, I'm a strategist. I like business, but I'm just putting myself out there and diligently working and helping and serving others and everything will fall the way it's supposed to. I don't need to hold on. That's so right. Tight. And it's so much more fun. It's so much more fun. Because if yeah. you have like a specific strategy and a blueprint and, and this is where I need to be by certain date, yeah. whatever, um, then you're wildly disappointed in yourself mm -hmm. and you're going to miss Constantly. like some really cool yeah. like turns that you're like, I could have like even just I, just so many things that have happened that if I had held too tightly to the outcome, mm -hmm. wouldn't have never happened. Mm. You're a trendsetter. Woman, you're a trendsetter. <laughs> you are. I, I, I want to thank you, truly, thank you for so showing much. up. For giving this and you're just freaking so cool. Thanks. You're so cool. <laughs> like, I, if you're not following... If, if, Tell everyone where to, where to connect sure. with you. Um, well, I'd love for you to listen to the podcast yes. uh, on YouTube. It's uh, Shaleen, at Shalene Johnson. I'm at Shalene Johnson on Instagram. It's uh, Shalene Johnson on YouTube. It's mm. Shalene Johnson. Or the Shalene Show is the mm. podcast, um, but it's all under my name. And I just, yeah, that's mm. great. But it, listen, if you are already following too many people, I understand. No, no, you're worth <laughs> the follow because you give tips. You make me laugh. Oh, I will make you spend money oh, on things you don't need. You will. That Amazon account's going to go cray cray. Yes. Okay. Uh, 
But truly, like when you guys were on your trip and you couldn't find the light switch in the in the bedroom, <laughs> I was roaring, like belly laughing. And it, you just get so much from you. And the thing you get that was funny. is you being you, it, it gives other people permission to be them. And oh, I think it's in, that's nice. it's just intoxicating when oh, somebody so is so who they are. Yeah. You can feel it. There's a resonance to that's it. Nice. And that's what you do. Thank you for So that. thank you for being an example and standing the test of time. Standing the test of time. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's been super yeah. fun. Thank you.